lifetime, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now, here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. It is Tuesday, March the 22nd, 2022. It's going to be a great program today. Father Preston Cantella, a friend of mine and a priest here locally, uh, has been putting on basketball games, priest versus seminarian basketball games, in our area for the last several years. And it's been an incredible event. I've been such an honor to be a part of that. But today we're going to have a conversation about how dioceses across our country are leveraging these events to build community, to bring people together, to promote vocations and more. And we're going to have conversations with not only Father Preston Cantella, but also a couple of other priests, Father Blake DeBrock from Lafayette, Louisiana, and Father Nick Van Denbroek from Minneapolis, St. Paul, are going to be our guests coming up at 35 past the hour, talk about vocations and more. But there are lots of stories in the news that we're going to be discussing today. Today, not only in the breaking news with Rudy Carlos, but in the what's concerning us. Pope Francis now apparently changing under pressure the language of the consecration, possibly. We'll talk about that coming up at uh, 15 past the hour. But also, you know, we, we must pay attention to the impact of this conflict in Russia and Ukraine on uh, food supply around the world. A lot of people don't know that grain is comes from Russia and Fertilizers come from Russia and Ukraine both, and that's going to severely impact especially those countries that also had uh, greater food supply shortages to begin with. So we're going to be talking about that and more coming up at 15 past the hour. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos. Good morning, Joe. Praise be to God. Did did you hear that Zelensky uh, canceled all of the—he, like, combined all the media outlets in Ukraine under one? Yeah, he also banned Catholic drive time. Can you believe that? I know. Like, what's up with that? Did he really ban us? <laughs> <laughs> he also suppressed his opposition party there. Yes, he did. So, so uh, uh, not so democratic as we thought. Not so much. <laughs> as we were led to believe. Yeah. Well, some are saying that's moral leadership, I wonder. Right. Mm. Mm. Any, anyway. Sure. So what else is in the news that, uh, that you're cat covering today? Well, I have some disappointing news. Uh, Pope Francis says he will consecrate humanity, not yeah. explicitly Russia and Ukraine. So that's... Uh, that's yeah. a, a breaking news story that I'll get into today. And uh, a crazy story out of China, a Chinese airliner crashed. I saw that video. So uh, I didn't watch the video. But, it was pretty uh, horrible. That's really sad. I hope that there might be some survivors, but we'll see. No. Probably not. No. Yeah. If you saw the video, there's, there's no way. I mean, yeah, yeah. most likely not. If 32,000 foot drop, you know. Yeah, it down. also mm. caused a massive forest fire. So yeah, yeah, pretty horrible. Let's pray for the repose of those mm-hmm. souls. Speaking of which, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning to you, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. Is it? Yes, despite the fact that uh, there is a democracy or not democracy in Ukraine. <laughs> rather, I, I really hope that they don't have a strong leadership here in America, if that's the case. <laughs> well, that's how we're defining uh, back strong monarchy, leadership. I guess. Hey, but you know what's a great thing today? What is? What the is? fact that we have a our Sherathon all yes. this week, praise be to that's God. That and is so, incredible. yeah, it's praise be to God because you have an opportunity now to help participate in the mission of the GRN yes. and of your Catholic radio station if you're listening on the East Coast. True. So, praise be to God. Uh, we'll be, so, we'll be during the seven o'clock hour, 
We're going to uh, be switching over and be having our share all week long. Mm. Praise be to God. Yes. So, so be generous. Our second hour is not going to be normal today, th- today through Friday. So if you can, 9 o'clock Central, 10 Eastern, if you can join us then. Uh, you can always stream us live on our website, on our mobile app as well, so check that out. But guess what? Here's another piece of good news there for you, Adrian. Guess who's coming into the studio today? Who's coming into the studio? Kim Sunderman, one of our CDT insiders and faithful oh, listeners. So that'll be fun. But also, Kim and Alan Mallory, two of our friends of the program, have both taken today to offer up their prayer, fasting, and penances for our 2022 Lenten campaign, offering up these these prayers, these fastings, and these penances for the conversion of ardent sinners, uh, heretics, people who profess and teach and spread heresy, people who blaspheme the good and holy name of our Lord and Savior Jesus. We're praying for them as well as peace in the world, uh, but uh, Alan and Kim, thank you for taking today on the calendar. We're very grateful. Let's pray. Let's begin with praying the Golden Arrow Prayer, which is a part of our 2022 campaign, which you can find linked up on our website, grnonline.com forward slash cdt. Just look for the Lenten link at the top of the page there. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most incomprehensible and unutterable name of God be always praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, by all the creatures of God, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar, Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and now your breaking news with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Tuesday, March 22nd, and these are your headlines. LifeSite reports, Pope Francis now says he will consecrate humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine, to the Immaculate Heart. After vowing to consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Pope Francis has now said he will consecrate humanity to the Immaculate Heart instead. This could spark further doubts regarding next Friday's consecration, as many believe that not only must Russia be mentioned explicitly, but also it needs to be the main object of consecration. For these reasons, many Catholics insist that Pope John Paul II's consecration of the world in 1984 did not fulfill heaven's request. And the AP reports Chinese airliner crashes with 132 aboard in countries south. A China Boeing 737 with 132 people on board crashed in a remote mountainous area of southern China on Monday, setting off a forest fire visible from space. The the plane plunged 7,400 feet before briefly regaining about 1,200 feet in altitude and then dove again. The plane stopped transmitting data 96 seconds after starting to fall. And the Epic Times reports Putin lays out two most difficult demands of Ukraine amid ceasefire talks. There were six topics discussed. The first is Ukraine's neutrality, that is, its withdrawal from NATO membership. Second, disarmament and mutual security guarantees in the context of the Austrian model. Third is the process of the, the, the is the process that the Russian side refers to as denazification, and fourth, removing obstacles to the widespread use of Russian in Ukraine, as well as two territory demands, which included Ukrainian recognition of Russia's annexation of Crimea and the independence of the Donbas region. Putin also said he would hold talks with Ukrainian President Zelensky if they met on common grounds in the first four areas. And Breitbart reports, White House warns of global food shortages after Ukraine invasion. The White House confirmed Monday that they expect certain parts of the world to suffer a food shortage as an effect of the war in Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said food shortages were not expected to hit the United States, but rather countries in Africa, Middle East, and Southeast Asia. But you ought to stock up just in case. And those are your headline news this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is St. Nicholas Owen. 
He was born at Oxford, and this humble artisan saved the lives of many priests and laypersons in England during the penal times. That's whenever the English were persecuting the Catholic Church, the Anglicans specifically. When a series of statues punished Catholics for the practice of their faith, over a period of 20 years, Nicholas used his skills to build secret hiding places for priests throughout the country. His work, which he did completely by himself as both architect and builder, was so good that time and time again, priests in hiding were undetected by raiding parties. Nicholas was a genius at finding and creating places of safety, subterranean passages, small spaces between walls, impenetrable recesses. At one point, he was even able to mastermind the escape of two Jesuits from the Tower of London. Whenever Nicholas set out to design such hiding places, he began by receiving the Holy Eucharist, and he would turn to God in prayer throughout the long, dangerous, dangerous construction process. After many years at his unusual task, Nicholas entered the Society of Jesus and served as a lay brother. Although, for very good reasons, his connection with the Jesuits was kept secret. After a number of narrow escapes, he himself was finally caught in 1594. Despite protracted torture, Nicholas refused to disclose the names of other Catholics. After being released following the payment of a ransom, Little John went back to his work. He was arrested again in 1606. This time, he was subject to horrible tortures. Suffering an agonizing death, the jailer tried suggesting that he had confessed and committed suicide. But his heroism and suffering soon were widely known. Nicholas Owen was canonized in 1970 as one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales. St. Nicholas Owen, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold along with his wife, his children, and all his property in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of the servant let him go, and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had him put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then, in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, 
unless each one of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. St. Jerome would say, I know that some interpret the man who owed the 10,000 talents to be the devil, and by his wife and children who were to be sold when he persevered in his wickedness, understood foolishness and hurtful thoughts. For as wisdom is called the wife of the righteous man, so the wife of the unrighteous and the sinner is called foolishness. But how the Lord remits to the devil 10,000 talents and how he would not remit 10 denarii to us, his fellow servants, of this there is no ecclesiastical interpretation, nor is it to be admitted by thoughtful men. Close quote, St. Jerome. I found that very, very fascinating. You know, just, I, just, I found that super fascinating to see this servant in light of the devil. But here's what Augustine would say. I am bold to say that if he shall sin 78 times, thou shouldest forgive him. Yea, and if a hundred, and how oft soever he sin against thee, forgive him. For if Christ found a thousand sins, yet forgave them all, do not you withdraw your forgiveness. Close quote, St. Augustine, pray for us. Augustine would also say, talking about the numbers, the numbers, I think this is also very fascinating. Yet not without reason did the Lord say 77 times, for the law is set forth in 10 precepts. The law is signified by the number 10, sin by 11, because it is passing the denarii line. Seven is used to put for a whole because time goes around in seven days. Take 11, uh, take 11, seven times, and you have 70. He would therefore have all trespass forgiven, for this is what he signifies by the number 77." Close quote, St. Augustine. So in other words, it is the perfection of forgiveness, is what we're talking about here. The perfection of, like, there's no amount that your forgiveness should not be exceeded in any way, shape, or form. You should always just forgive. And I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. Like me, that is hard to do, right? Would that we would live in the moment. Would would, that we would live in God's holy will, accept his holy will, and forgive those who have harmed us. I I know, I can appreciate how hard and difficult that is. Let us today check our intentions. Why are we struggling to forgive? Let's pray and meditate upon that. We'll be right back. What's Concerning Us is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Catholic Drive Time will be right back. But do us a favor. Share us with a friend today. We'd be very grateful to you. Be right back. told that so long as sexual activity is performed between consenting adults, there's nothing morally wrong with what's done. Is this a reasonable way of morally evaluating sexual behavior? I don't think so, and here's why. First, such reasoning justifies disturbing acts like that of Ormond Mivis, who butchered and ate a willing victim that responded to an advertisement placed on the internet. I don't think we want to say consensual cannibalism is okay. Second, the assertion arbitrarily picks consent as the only aspect of nature's design for sex as having any moral significance. If we must reverence nature's design for consensual sex, then why is it okay to not reverence nature's design for procreation? If it's okay to reject one, then it's okay to reject the other. So rather than reverencing consensual sex, this argument undermines it. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to study a section of the catechism. Wouldn't it be great if everyone read the Catechism of the Catholic Church? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Coming up at 35 past the hour, I'm going to have a conversation uh, it's going to be fun conversation with Father Preston Catella, a friend of mine, and also Father Blake DeBrock and Father Nick Vandenbroek uh, about leveraging the power of basketball to bring community together and to promote holy vocations. Uh, I've been a part of a priest versus seminary basketball game in our neck of the woods for several years now, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a blast. And we're going to talk about that, especially those initiatives all across the country. Maybe it's something you might be able to spread to your neck of the woods. We'll conversate about that at 35 past the hour. But there are, as I say, several stories in the news that are of great concern to me, and I'm sure they are to you as well. Uh, like, for instance, the, a couple of stories Rudy covered this morning. Rudy, uh, Pope Francis now says he will consecrate humanity especially Russia and Ukraine, to the Immaculate Heart. This is a sad... I, I did not want to read this. I was so... Yeah. Like, Pope Pius XII <laughs> I wanted to believe. Pope Pius XII, he, he did a consecration, but it was to the world. Mm -hmm. JP2 did one to the world. Now, according to Father Gabriel Amorth, who was there, said he was gonna say Russia, but was pressured at the last moment and didn't do it. He went consecration to the world. Now, we know Russia's on the map. We know it's a part of the world. Mm -hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I actually got an A in that course in high school, geography. It's so pretty big swath of land there. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's but uh, at the same time, it's, it's just not in keeping with the very specific instructions. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, so Our Lady appeared uh, to the three shepherd children in 1917. I think it was the October apparition, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken about that. I, mean, I could be mistaken. Let me just verify uh, July, forgive me, it was July when she said that uh, she was going to come again in the future to ask specifically for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart. So get ready. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back. And when I do, you got to do this. Well, that did happen in uh, June 13th, 1929. Uh, she appeared to the uh, uh, Sister Lucia and said, okay, now it's time. Go ask the Holy Father to do this. And then there was another uh, mystic, in fact, uh, who also was asking the Pope to do this. Blessed Alexandrina of Balazar also begged the Pope to do this for like several years. In fact, the Vatican actually started asking her bishop, who is this person? Why does she keep bugging us? And, uh, and he did do it, but unfortunately, he, he just asked for the consecration of the world. So we, I don't know, I was getting excited. I mean, I wasn't like holding my breath. Yeah. But at the same time, have we ever been this close? Like, asked all the bishops of the world to participate. Russia was going to be named specifically. Like, I don't know. It was looking good. And then here we go. Now, never let, mind. Let me not not be so. There's obviously going to be some some graces involved in a consecration. Yeah, it's never a bad thing. In it's not fact, a bad thing. In but fact, it's not what she requested. Blessed Alexandrina. That was kind of that story was. Uh, even though it wasn't specific to Our Lady's request in Fatima, 
it, it, they do attribute some do attribute that to the end of World War II. Like mm-hmm. it's always a great thing when His Holiness consecrates part of the world or the world. Like this, these are good things. So it's, there's no downside in this. But but here's the question again: Where's the downside in just doing it as she asked for it? Exactly. Like I don't understand. Like but so in this article in the LifeSite News, did you read this? Was this your source? Because yes, it was. It talks about how the uh, bishops in Europe were pressuring Pope Francis to not say or not to be so Europe centric. I think was the word. If I'm not mistaken, you're talking about the 1984 Constitution. No, I'm talking about this one. About this one. So it's 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 like the same story all over again. Yeah, exactly. It is the same story all over again. Um, And you know, it was was pretty exciting to see bishops from all over start making statements. Yes, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be joining at the same date, same time. We're going to be doing this. Even Pope Benedict. Even Pope Benedict. (laughs) Even Pope Benedict. Uh, The guy in the white. You mean? At the Vatican? Right, exactly. With the ring and the shoes? The one giving people blessings? The one giving, that guy. That one. <laughs> Living in the hobbit hole in the garden. I got it. Uh, at, any, <laughs> at any rate, poor Pope Benedict. Let's pray for him. Uh, so, very sad story here to see this turn of events. Come on, Holy Father. Just say the exact words. Just do it. You're this, you're this close. I feel gaslit a little bit. It just Oh, we're so close. We're so close. But, like I said before... All of this is above my pay grade. Uh, this is literally, the, the Vatican doesn't call and ask for my opinion, and my opinion doesn't wait for much. But at any rate, let's pray for, let's pray for him to have courage in this and actually come through at the end. That would be amazing. Absolutely. I really hope and pray that that happens. Um, it's not, it doesn't seem likely. I'm keeping my expectations low, you know, right. not to be disappointed. <laughs> but, you know, there is one thing that you and I and uh, can do right now, which is, uh, are we praying the rosary every day? Yeah. Are we uh, making our first uh, five Saturdays? Are we the uh, having? Well, are we having those Saturdays? Or yeah, you know, yeah. if you want to go for that, go for it, man. But uh, or are and are we having everyone in our charge pray the rosary? Because you know, as a father, as a mother, as someone who is in charge of some people, uh, you have the ability to have these people pray the rosary. And do you have those under your charge praying the rosary? Yeah. And that's something we can do. So we can't we can't force the Pope to make the consecration nope. in any particular way, but we can pray the rosary and we can have those under our charge pray the rosary. Yes, and, and I think that's great advice because it is the actual thing we are supposed to do. It's, it is according to our vocation in our state. Uh, but here's the another story you covered a little bit of, Rudy, that I found very concerning as well. This one is an article out of Human Events, humanevents.com, from the ambassador to the Holy See, Callista Gingrich, and she writes on the 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 trouble of the global food shortage that's coming up. Here's a bit of this article. As world hunger persists, Russia's war on Ukraine will be devastating for people in countries already struggling with food security and poverty. Before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the devastating impacts of global hunger rose significantly during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the most recent United Nations State of Food Security and Nutrition in the World Report, an estimated 9.9% of the global population 811 million human people uh, was undernourished in 2020, an increase from 8.4% in 2019. Of those who were undernourished, more than half lived in Asia and more than one-third lived in Africa. In 2020, a total of 21% of of Africa's population did not have enough to eat. 
which was more than double the percentage of people combating hunger on any other continent. Russia is the leading exporter of wheat, while Ukraine is the fourth largest exporter. <laughs> Let that set in. Uh, together, these countries account for nearly one-third of the total wheat exports in the world. One-third of all wheat coming from these two countries, which are now not planting because they're too busy at war and destroying things. Uh, much of Russia's and Ukraine's wheat exports are sent to the Middle East and Africa. For Egypt, which is the top importer of wheat and has more than one quarter of its population living below the poverty line, Russia and Ukraine are the sources of 78% of its wheat imports. In addition to wheat, Russia and Ukraine are large exporters of fertilizer. Russia and its ally Belarus account for 42% of all potash exports which is used for producing fertilizer. The supply disruptions from the war on Ukraine will particularly impact the agricultural sector in India, one of the largest importers of fertilizer. India sources one-third of its potash from Russia and Belarus. Its agricultural sector is sizable. It makes up 15% of the country's GDP and provides employment for 60% of its workforce. Now, let me just stop there and just say this. You, okay, so you reported that uh, the White House said it ain't going to impact in America. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. The dominoes are going to start to fall. If one-third of the wheat goes to Asia and the Middle East and a huge supply go, go of the fertilizer goes again to the same places and those places begin to suffer, you don't think the dominoes are going to start falling and impact us here at home? That's exactly why I put the little clause at the end. You should probably stock up just in case. Look. I don't want to cause any panic yeah, or disruption Don't, don't to fight you. each other over toilet paper. I don't, I don't want, yeah, I don't want you to store. go to the store and buy everything off the shelf. But take care of yourself and make sure that you have a little bit for your family, at least to survive at the very least, the very minimum two weeks. You know, this is going to affect a lot of areas. And frankly, I don't trust Jen Psaki in telling me that it's not going to affect us. And so if one third comes from Ukraine and the other two thirds from some other place, are those other two thirds over planting to make sure they can overcome the shortage to help keep the equilibrium? No, the answer is no. No, probably so, not. So we are going to start to see, I mean, we're already seeing gas prices off the record here. I mean, I think I saw $4 and 20 some odd cents driving through this morning. Here in the great uh, oil-rich state of Texas. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts a lot. So it's a very concerning story, to be sure. Uh, and it's, you know, wars, rumors of wars, plagues, mm -hmm. pestilences. I mean, our Lord warned us about all this. These difficult days would come, but I think it goes back to what we said a minute ago about, okay, we can get caught up, we can get worked up about the things that are above our pay grade. Unfortunately... Nobody in Vladimir Putin nor Zelensky called me personally to ask me about how I felt about them not planting wheat to supply to Africa and, you know, and whatnot. Uh, so, but what can I do? I can live in a state of grace. Mm -hmm. I could uh, uh, leave my family to live in a state of grace. And we could pray, fast, and do penance, which is what Our Lady Fatima ultimately asked all of us to do. Pray for peace in the rosary. We, I mean, I really do wish I had uh, complete command and control, supreme overpower of of, uh, of everything on planet Earth and have total control. But uh, Not as easy as it looks. Could you imagine how bad that would be if the <laughs> Lord granted me such powers? It would be horrible. Well, I know you, Joe, so maybe 
you could kick me, I don't know, like a nice position or something in your... You are in a nice position. What are you talking about? Yeah, put me as a, I don't know, an You want Adrian's job? Just give me, just tell me and you got it, buddy. Just <laughs> you can have it. Give me the nod and you got Adrian, it. Adrian's going to vie for power. <laughs> I'm just going to be an inquisitor. Is that what you want? You wanted to be the inquisitor? Yeah, why not? So you're Dominican Seems then. cushy. So you're Dominican. Probably. Yeah, it is cushy, right? The Dominicans, they drink the best wine. Ooh. Nicest rectories. Is that right, Adrian? Oh, man. Well, kind of. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Not after the shortage. <laughs> Make Dominicans great again, I say. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, praise be to God. Let us live in a state of grace. Let us l- leverage the rest of—I mean, we, we have to cover these news, and we do. But at the same time, you know, there is hope in that you living in a state of grace, you doing uh, the, what's proper to your state and to your vocation— is all that God has called you to, and and us too, right? So let us not forget that. Maybe we can be reminded in this uh, these waning weeks of Holy Lent that we should just live in a state of grace, keep our heads down and focused, but be prudent in how we uh, manage our affairs for our family, and maybe taking some extra money instead of putting it into uh, you know crypto as Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin, which is <laughs> horrible, by the way, uh, maybe in. Maybe put it into some extra food and canned food. Put it on your shelf, or maybe you can get some freeze dried stuff. Or there's some good options out there. Quinoa goes a very long way. Quinoa, yes, it does. Yeah. We have a supply, and you should too. You never know. Uh, you know, nature does sometimes have bad days, and we all suffer from them. At any rate, that is a big story, so make sure that you're doing what you can today. There are lots of other stories we didn't get to today. Let us pray for Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, Thomas, who is in the hospital. A lot of people were, uh, again, on Twitter acting like absolute fools. I don't know why Twitter just encourages people to be absolute uh, juvenile children in adult bodies, but there's something about Twitter that does that. It's a feature. (laughs) It's apparently one of the features. Let's pray for the health of justice clarence thomas and that's going to do it for the what's concerning us we'll be right back right after this very short break we have more breaking news and stories plus we have some priests on the hook we're going to talk about basketball all that's coming up next don't go anywhere this is dale alquist with a chesterton minute have you ever noticed what happens when you try to keep up with the current fashions you go nuts When we are obsessed with keeping up with the times, we become slaves. Fashions are never settled. To chase something that is always changing is simply futile. It's not freedom, it's insanity. G.K. Chesterton says, The Catholic Church is the only thing that saves a man from the degrading slavery of being a child of his age. Christianity is always out of fashion because it's always sane and fashions are always insane. The Catholic Church never has to worry about being behind the times because it is beyond the times. Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for the world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired, and now more headlines. The Hill reports Biden tells CEOs they have patriotic obligation to guard against Russian cyber attacks. 
He said that cyber attacks are one of the tools Putin is most likely to use. The White House said on Monday urged the White House said on Monday urged private companies to bolster their cyber defenses, citing evolving intelligence suggestions. Su- involving and <laughs> citing evolving intelligence suggesting the Russian government is exploring potential cyber attacks. Got that one out. Reuters reports Russian court bans Facebook and Instagram after Meta found to be extremist. A Russian court on Monday banned Facebook and Instagram in the country after finding Meta platforms incorporated to be extremist. Russia has already banned Facebook for restricted restricting access to Russian media, while Instagram was blocked after Meta said it would allow social media users in Ukraine to post messages urging violence against Russian Vladimir Putin and troops Moscow sent into Ukraine. Axios reports high gas prices may not drive Americans away from gas. Gas prices have spiked before, and while those jumps have char- have changed customers' choices in the margins, pain at the pump has never been enough to reverse the long-term growth in the popularity of pickups and SUVs. The duration of these high gasoline prices will have a big role in determining how much they change consumers' behavior. And the Washington Examiner reports, we were just guinea pigs. Women describe trauma of transitioning as teenagers. The number of teenagers identifying as transgender has exploded. Advocates say it protects young people from marginalization. Some experts, however, many of whom consider themselves survivors, warn against treating adolescent confusion with drugs and surgeries that have irreversible physical and psychological effects. The average age to detransition is 23, approximately five years after undergoing transition. A clinical survey of 237 participants showed 70% realized that their gender dysphoria was related to other issues such as existing depression. And those are your headline news this morning. God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up today. Joining us right now is in studio is Father Preston Cantella, priest of the Diocese of Galveston, Houston. And via Zoom, we have Father Blake DeBrock from Lafayette, Louisiana, and Father Nick Vandenbroek from Minneapolis, St. Paul. Good morning to you, fathers. Praise be to God. Thank you for your uh, being on with us today. And we're going to be talking about vocations, community building, and basketball, of all things. I mean, when you want expert insight on basketball, of course you talk to a Catholic priest. Let's start with you, Father <laughs> Preston Cantella. Good morning to you again. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Nick. Blake. Thank you. Uh, thank you again for being here. Let's talk about the basketball game, for starters. I have been. Uh, it's been a great honor and privilege uh, for me to be a part of the game here in our neck of the woods, uh, when did you start that? When did you first come up with the idea? This was in uh, the spring of 2016 as we were wrapping up our our seminary journey and about to be ordained priest, and we had just uh, uh, finished competing against Holy Trinity Seminary in the spring and then Assumption Seminary in the fall of 2015 and then 2016, and we're thinking of, of an event that we could uh, carry into priesthood uh, to really bring this to a, a greater scale. That's it. it's a, so it's a priest versus seminary game, and it's been amazing, actually. Yes, yeah, it was uh, the, the first year, the inaugural event in 2017. We weren't sure how many people were going to come out. We had it at a, a Catholic high school, local Catholic high school, straight Jesuit, which seats about 26, 2,700 uh, people. And, you know, we were thinking, okay, if we get 1,000 people, maybe even 500, well, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was a packed house of 20, I guess, 24, 2,500 people. Yeah, yeah, it's been an amazing ride, but it's not unique to our area. I mean, uh, these two priests here will attest to this. Let's start with uh, Father Blake DeBrock from Lafayette, Louisiana. Good morning to you again, Father. Thank you for your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Tell us about your game. 
So ours has been around actually for a number of years. This is our uh, 15th year uh, doing Priest versus Sims basketball games. Wow. Call it the running revs versus the slamming Sims. And so it's been an <laughs> ongoing thing of community building for us here in uh, South Louisiana. But how can you give us a, a scale or size of like the, how involved your game is with the community? Yeah, so it actually kind of varies. We, we started in 2006 and we kind of started small at kind of the cathedral. Our community itself is, is a small community, um, but then we decided to travel around to different high schools around the area. So we would move the location so other communities could be involved. Um, and it varies. We have anywhere from, you know, I want to say this year we had probably close to six, 700 people. Um, and it depends on what gym we're at. We had to get a bigger high school at one point cool. um, where we went to this huge high school. So the community involvement is really amazing. One of the best things that, that kind of goes on in community is really what happens online because there's this trash talking. Seminaries create memes about the priests are uh, competing uh, with memes online. And that's where the hype gets going. So it, it builds a lot of an anticipation for the event. Yes. Yes. Uh, I remember uh, <laughs> when we first started it here and father Preston and I were collaborating on this, I noticed right away that no one was going to root for seminarians, right? Because, like, you can't not root for your priest. It's some sort of moral rule. It's probably in canon law or something. And uh, so I said, okay, well, I'm going to be the guy going to root for the seminarians because someone has to. So we would get, like, the priests in, on our radio show to promote it, and then I would start trash-talking, and they would look at me like I had two heads. <laughs> but Father Preston and I have done a pretty good job of, uh, of mixing it up. Father, uh, let's go to Father Nick Vandenbroek from Minneapolis-St. Paul. Good morning to you again, Father. Thank you for your time. Tell us uh, about your game and the history of it. Thanks. Yeah, um, we've been playing uh, Priest for Seminarians since 2009, uh, and it kind of evolved from... Um, so when I was in minor seminary, St. John Vianney in uh, St. Paul, uh, we would go to the Mundelein basketball tournament and play against other seminaries. And that was a ton of fun. And so then I got to thinking, like, why don't we do something more local? Um, and so, you know, I just I really had this desire to not just play other seminaries, but to get the priests of the diocese involved. So it kind of just slowly developed from uh, just from my local parish where we first hosted it to getting a little bit bigger. And, and um, so now we have. We have two seminaries in our diocese, a minor seminary, St. John Vianney, and major seminary, St. Paul Seminary. And so the game would, would be the two seminaries play, and then the winner gets to play the priests. And so that's kind of how we did it. Um, unfortunately, we've, we've kind of stopped now the last couple of years. Obviously, COVID hasn't helped, but it's just it's become a lot for me to take on. Um, but it's been we went 11 years from 2009 to 2019 mm -hmm. um, straight through playing those two seminaries and then the priests. Let, let, we have a couple of minutes before we go to our break, so we'll be able to talk more after the break. But let me just set this up uh, now with a couple of minutes on the clock here. Uh, let's talk about vocations in particular. You know, I think it's it can be hard because we live in a Catholic bubble in Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, Father Preston. You know, it's very active here. We see lots of full parking lots and lots of packed masses. And we can kind of get the notion that it's that way everywhere. But in reality, 
we're not producing enough uh, vocations to support our needs. We're totally dependent upon foreign priests in order to keep our doors open. And I think half the dioceses in our country have almost no vocations or vo- so little that there's no possibility they can manage the future. And then you, just the other day, <laughs> Pope Francis himself said in a statement that he ha- has to open up lay folk to run dicasteries because there's just not enough priests to go around. Uh, how do you see that, and how might this event help with that? Yeah, this event will help in the sense of it's bringing a, um, an environment to these young people, these young men that they can relate to, and uh, that bridging that gap between you know a God's calling and their normal day-to-day lives, um, try to inspire them and, and through this event, and that's why I think it's so powerful. Uh, because what I've been telling people recently, I was like, you will never get a packed house, you know, with young men uh, talking about priesthood and, and through through basketball on a Friday night at the parish. You might get maybe five. Boxing used to be a thing it at did. parishes. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I guess it's there are maybe a few out there that still do stuff like that, but too few in mm-hmm. the end most, right? So how do you th- how do you think the youth uh, see priests today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's twofold. One, I can't relate to priests, or you know, like myself and these uh, these priests and seminarians who have been playing um, in these in these events. I think they can relate to them now because they're in an environment and they can see. Oh wow, you know, Father President, Father Blake, Father Nick. Oh, they're dribbling basketballs. They're shooting threes. They're stealing. They're fouling. You <laughs> a know, lot, a lot of fouling. <laughs> a lot of fouling. Foul. Like, <laughs> so it, it it makes it a lot easier to talk about. You know, priesthood, our Catholic faith in that regards. Yeah. Father, uh, Father Blake and Father Nick, how about you? Let's start with you, Father Blake. Uh, but it's specific to vocations. How is vocations in your diocese, and, uh, and how, how do the young see, see you as a priest? So it's act- we're very fortunate and blessed down here in South Louisiana. A report came out just last week from Vocations Ministry. I'm not sure if you saw, and it identified the health status of every 177 diocese in the United States Fortunately for us, we're one of 13 that are actually in a healthy status. And I love the criteria that they gave. We, I did a segment on our, our Facebook and our, our social media platform over the last year and a half. We have 30 priests in their 30s. And so I did a 30 for 30 kind of ESPN montage. And so the reality is like down here, we do have some young men that are responding to the call. And what it is, is attractive to other men to say, hey, I can see myself doing that one because I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this guy. And kind of like Father Preston said, the availability and the kind of the passion, the zeal of the priests down here of just being who they are, whether it's hunting or fishing or we, uh, we often do like skeet shoot things down here. We do fishing rodeos with the priest running those events. And uh, I was with a sister the other day. I travel around to all 28 of our schools and I bring habited nuns with me to show some of the women who have never seen a habited nun before. And sister was telling me, she was like, Father, what these girls want to be able to see is they want to see when they see a habited nun like, hey, can I picture myself like her or wearing what she's wearing? She's like, I, I know that sounds funny, but women want to be able to see that. And I realized, like, so do the men. Like, the men want to say, like, oh, I can see myself. I- Hold that thought, Father Blake DeBrock. Hold that thought. We're going to pick that up right after this very short break. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. 
Many Christians are familiar with the story where the Pharisees bring a woman caught in adultery to Jesus and try to test him for charges against the law of Moses. Jesus had been showing all sorts of mercy that was unusual to them, eating with sinners and tax collectors, driving demons out of Gentiles, and even curing people on the Sabbath. They thought they could trap him, but Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground. We can assume he was writing out their sins. He then said, Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And in response, they went away one by one. Jesus then said, Has no one condemned you? Then neither do I condemn you. But Jesus continues, Go and sin no more. It's fine for us to meet people where they are at with mercy, but we can't just leave them there. We must help them come to a place free of sin in their lives. This is Matt Maloney from KnowTheFaith.net. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. We're having a conversation about vocations with Father Preston Catella, Father Blake DeBrock, and Father Nick Vandenbroek. And I hope I'm saying your name correctly there, Father Nick. Uh, Vandenbrookie. Vandenbrookie. I was so close. I was, I'm so, mea culpa. I'm so, Vandenbrookie. Very good. Uh, you know, Father Blake said something a minute ago uh, that I thought was very important about bringing a sister in a habit because so few have seen them that way. And I think this is an important point when it comes to vocations. I think the young people see a lot of the loosey-goosiness of what goes on in our church around the world today, and they say, what's the difference between that and the world? Nothing. There's like almost no difference, and there's nothing to inspire them to something greater, more holy, more sacred. And then when they see a priest in a cassock, or they see a priest in, or see a, a, a religious in a, in a habit, they, get, they pay attention. Like, it ca- captures their imagination. It, would you say that's true of Father Blake and Father Nick? Yeah, I certainly see. Obviously, we're meant to be set apart otherworldly. And so there is this great mystery that should draw us into a vocation, um, kind of what what is that that they have and why are they willing to set themselves aside? And kind of like Father Preston said, if there's already this relatability and the reality, like, oh, this guy's playing basketball, I like basketball, or this guy's doing this thing, and I like doing this thing, I can see myself like them. And then he has or she has something else that sets them apart, and there's something in my heart doing that, then it does immediately kind of draw this connection, this draw this mystery and this kind of desire to delve into that mystery. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, Father, because, you know, one thing that I've noticed is a lack of masculine habits among a lot of uh, seminarians going into seminary. Uh, we kind of get a laxity. I know at my high school, they used to, before I was at the high, there, they used to have a, 
a boxing club at the high school that the priest ran. And whenever boys at the high school would get in trouble, they would say, <laughs> they, hey, if you are having fights, put the gloves on and get in the ring. And there was a sense of masculinity that was just built into life. And that's been kind of stripped away. And so now men are going into the seminary without these masculine habits, without these masculine hobbies and a way to relate to one another in a masculine manner. Uh, and I see that as very uh, unattractive for a lot of uh, young men looking at the seminary. So seeing young men, uh, so seeing young men uh, doing things like this is attractive to see uh, some masculinity among these men. Uh, what do you think, Father? Let's yeah, get- I agree. What we've done, and uh, actually over here, is that we started camping retreats where men will take the, the university at University of Louisiana at Lafayette. It's a, fa- a fantastic, strong Catholic community. The priests there started move- going to take uh, hiking trips to Arkansas, and the men are just signing up for that. Even in seminary formation now, they are taking young men to Wyoming or Montana and to do a week-long backpacking to ingrain this that what is already ingrained in them, this desire for this masculine adventure to come out and yeah. it creates, it actually allows the leadership and, and their um, kind of this, the gift that they have of our masculine nature to come alive. And so we are seeing that come alive, but you have to create that setting for it. Yeah, for sure. It's the same mentality when I joined the Marine Corps. There's a reason why I joined the Marine Corps and not the Army. You know, uh, Marines are a little tougher, right? Uh, that's that's what I told my dad, who was career army, and uh, and <laughs> setting them apart inspires young men, and I think uh, you know they they inherently know within them that they are meant to be set apart that way, and it's part of God's calling. Father Nick, let's talk to you about that. So, how do you see this as far as uh, image, appearance, and attraction for young folks? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said. I think. A priest needs to be relatable, in other words, in in order for vocations to flourish and to be fostered. But there has to be a a distinction between I'm not just living in the world and for the world, but I'm living a supernatural call. I'm living for something that goes beyond what the world has to offer. And um, so I just think, like we've talked about, the the importance of whether it's a habit or a cassock or just clerics, um, it's a witness to the world publicly, but it's also a witness to me putting that on that I need to live differently in the world. I need to to rise above the world and inspire the world and bring Christ to this world that so desperately needs him. And I think when young people see that, they see an authentic priest or nun who loves Jesus Christ. And when they, they see just their, their witness of their life um, reflected you know, with their habit or whatever, they're like, I want to do that too. I want to bring Jesus to this world that needs him so badly as well. You know, Father Preston, one of the things that I really love about the game that we have here is uh, coming out, seeing the guys come out in cassocks. Mm-hmm. You know, before they before they do the warm up drills in the cassocks, I just think that's such an epic image uh, for so many of the young guys. They probably see that and they're just like, "Whoa, what what is this? This is amazing!" And the crowd, the energy in the crowd is doesn't it just stun you every time? It has been fascinating. It blows me away. I mean, just the the ooh, and the, I mean, like in a supernatural way, like yeah. they're just. Their minds are mesmerized by, wait a minute, these are priests. They're priests. Like this guy was just celebrating mass, and now, I mean, we come out cassock for, I mean, for mm-hmm. intentional purposes, and then yeah. we go back to the locker room, and then we change into our, our basketball attire, and uh, it's exciting. I mean, just the the uh, the enthusiasm and mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, for the event. You know, Father, it's funny you <laughs> that the the about the idea of the cassocks because uh, whenever the the boy novices would meet the girl novices in the <laughs> for the Dominicans, the whenever they go out and they'd uh, have a, a field day, they play ball, whatever it is. The boy novices take their habits off and put on shorts and a t-shirt, and but the girl novices they keep their habits on no matter what they're doing. They're sledding <laughs> down in the snow in their habits. They're playing volleyball, going on runs in yeah. their habits, yes. and meanwhile the boy novices uh, take off their habits and uh, put on yeah, shorts and t-shirt. That? <laughs> yeah. I know up in New England, we when I lived there, there was a, an order of uh, religious sisters who wore their habits where running marathons. You know, yeah. they, like they just put tennis shoes on and go for a run. So they're shaming us, these sisters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's talk about the camaraderie just between priests and seminarians, too. Uh, you guys, I know here in Houston, we it's a pretty aggressive g- game. I've had conversations with the refs, and they're like, yeah, it's just really intense. I mean, it, how, tell me about that. Is there a lot of animosity there between priests and seminarians? No. Um, all joking aside. Even though they have defeated you twice in a row and now almost three times. Who won the first year. two years? Uh, we don't remember. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, Joe has amnesia now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, those were old games. Like, who remembers? But the last two years, total seminarian victory, crushing these old priests. But so how is your relations with them anyway? It's been pretty awesome because, you know, we play against them. And I think Nick and Blake can attest to this. Uh, and, then the, and then they join the priest team. So it's building that uh, fraternity and camaraderie early on. Mm-hmm. And then when they become priests, there's not this disconnect. And so we, uh, you know, get together frequently and often. And, you know, we hang out, you know, building that, the, that community within the priesthood. Yeah. Uh, Father Nick, how is that with you over there? I always found it fascinating that the priests get to you get to uh, play against their own farm team, you know, uh, for the future. But how is the camaraderie for you, Father Nick? Yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, so like I said at the start, kind of one of the reasons I wanted to start this game was to be able to have that interaction between the seminarians and the priests, because I was in seminary looking forward to being a priest. And it was a great way for me to get to know the current priests. And now as a priest, being able to, to stay connected with the seminarians and get to know them. I know there's there's um, younger priests, younger than me, who have kind of gone up through the ranks as well, and, and they've played against me as a seminarian and then now played with me as a priest. Uh, and that's just, it really builds the community, I think, in the local priesthood. And I think it's important because, like I said earlier, we have to cover the news. Uh, we give a Catholic perspective on geopolitics, and some of it is incredibly concerning, and we have to do that. But at the same time, we can't live 24/7 in the news cycle. We, you know, it's. I think these games are just as much fun and uh, in entertaining for whole families as they are vocation building. Wouldn't you say, Father Blake? I would. Yeah, it's actually it's inspiring for for young families to come. We are mainly a lot of young families will come, or and we have repeat customers all the time. Um, one of the things that's also very inspiring is the other priests that don't play the game or haven't played before it, they're still coming because they want to be with these families. One of the guys is an announcer for us. The other keeps score. We have uh, down here a spiritual care unit. It's the ambulance that is turned into a mobile confessional. I'm familiar, so the yeah. The community of Jesus Crucified comes, and they hear confessions outside. Yeah, so Father Champagne. He's a fantastic yeah. priest. Father Champagne's there with his crew, and we they, they, with their habits, are do a lot of times do our halftime entertainment. Oh wow! Praise be to God. Let's talk about let's talk about the 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 sort of the logistics of all of this. I am sure that we have listeners in New York and Massachusetts, Ohio, Alabama, Florida, Virginia, Maryland. I mean, New Mexico, uh, Oklahoma. So, if there is uh, a listener listening right now who doesn't have a game 
uh, but might want to encourage their diocese to start a game, what would it take? Who would like to tackle this question, the logistics? Father Preston? Uh, sure. It's a grassroots movement. At least that's the way it was here. It's, it was uh, you know, a group of priests, seminarians around the uh, dinner table at the seminary. And uh, so if your diocese doesn't have uh, an event like this, it doesn't have to be basketball, but just uh, you know, maybe encourage uh, a priest who maybe has this calling, this gift, uh, the charism. Uh, to spearhead this event and, and you know get people get the right people on board uh, the right fit uh, that can buy into a the vision to bring people together go big go big or go home yeah yeah amen <laughs> uh, what what would you say is the cost like ours it's pretty big we have a big arena it's a lot yeah. going to be thousands of people what what's the ballpark cost to, to manage a game like that uh, the contract for us this year, the Rice, at Rice University, I think was about seventy five hundred dollars. So that's a big commitment, but sponsors yes. help to sponsors, overcome that. Yes, and then there's like a very low fee for per seat, so people that also helps to overcome the cost. Correct. So I mean, we got the majority of the seats are single digits, four dollars, six dollars. I think in ten. Uh, Courtside seats are ninety five dollars, and but, that's just thirty six seats. But starting in a Catholic high school is a great, great way yes. to go. Yes, so we you know we started small with the Catholic high school. Then first three years, then the fourth year was at Del Mar Houston Independent School District, mm-hmm. a bigger arena. Yeah, uh, we had thirty five hundred people, and then now we're at Rice University. So, and when is the game in Galveston, Houston coming up? Galveston, Houston will be Friday, April 29th, which I believe Blake is Father Blake is going to be there. What time? 7 p.m. And where do people find tickets? HoustonVocations.com. Well, if you're out of town flying, it'll be a fun time. I guarantee you'll It'll get to hang out too. with the CDT team. But we are going to live stream it. Father uh, Father Blake DeBrock from Lafayette, Louisiana, thank you for your time today. God love you. Blessings. And, thank you, guys. And Father Nick Vandenbrookie, uh, I got it right that time, hopefully, <laughs> from Minneapolis, St. Paul. God love you, and thank you for your time. Thanks for having me. Father Preston, would you give us your priestly blessing? Yes, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise be to God. That is going to do it for hour number one of Catholic Drive Time. We want to thank our priests for being on with us, and uh, check out the game if you can, or start one in your neck of the woods if you can. But Today, our second hour won't be until 9 Central, 10 Eastern. We have Sherathon is kicking off the Guadalupe Radio Network next. Here where we are, pray for us if you could. We'd be grateful. Check us out online at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. God love you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. Hey, Donnie, who were the first two people God created? Adam and Eve. There you go. And what did we inherit from them? Original sin. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on.
Peace has long been a Benedictine motto. One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. In the rule of St. Benedict, the saint challenges those who live in monastic community to truly seek God and find peace. We all strive for peace, the profound sense of confidence and tranquility which flows from resting in God's love and trusting in God's providential care. In our daily lives, we can create peace by simplifying life and removing sources of strife, such as the pursuit of power or possessions. Finally, perfect peace goes hand in hand with perfect charity. When you have peace, you will have charity. For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, visit OneMinuteMonk.com. O-N-E MinuteMonk.com. In short, Rest in God's love, trust in God's care, and love others as God loves them. Then you will find true peace. Your Odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in their pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Made for Mission Spring Sherathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311.
And good morning and welcome to day one, hour one, moment one of the Spring share 2022 here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are delighted that you are with us in these early moments of the share And uh, we have four days to raise funds to uh, keep these mighty stations on the air. So i uh, got a great uh, theme, uh, Made for Mission, and my name is Dave Palmer. I serve as the Executive Director of the uh, KTH 910 AM station in North Texas, along with Toya Hall, our Vice President. Uh, how are you doing, Toya? I am doing good, Dave. How are you this morning? Before we went on the air, I was just asking, okay, are we actually in spring? <laughs> I think Before we are, I say, yeah. we're in the spring, right? Yeah, I think, we, uh, I think we're officially in spring, just barely. I think it's like a couple days ago we entered spring, so uh, winter is gone. So let us begin this great morning in this springtime with a prayer, Dave. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of the Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back the lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. And the first share and it's Lent. <laughs> right? How's your Lent going? I hope it's going well. Yeah, we're in the uh, third week now of Lent, I think it is. Yes. I think we had the third Sunday last. Uh, so we're in spring, we're in Lent, it's a glorious time, and uh, we are in the share And we have a great, uh, wow, you know, so much to talk about during these opening minutes of the first day, so we're going to get right at it. Uh, here's the phone number, 800-476-3311. How would you like to be the official first caller of the Spring share Okay, that's only one person can do that. We don't have anybody on the line right now. Uh, have a lot of volunteers standing by to take your call, 800-476-3311. All right, here is the deal for this hour. We have a matching gift uh, of uh, a total of $8,600. This came on behalf of a KTH anonymous listener who gave $1,400 and also uh, a couple of sponsors in North Texas. Loretto House, which is a uh, a pregnancy uh, house for women who are in uh, unplanned pregnancy, who are being uh, taken wonderful care of so that they can protect the life of their baby and uh, give birth and have a, a, a great life with their child. And Immaculate Conception Catholic School in Denton. Uh, so all that together, $8,600. We want to turn that into 17200 something like that. It's too early to be doing math. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And, of course, as always, Toya, lots of uh, 
uh, incentive levels and gifts. And uh, I'm very excited about the, the what we're going to give everybody who makes any donation of any size today. You just stole what I was going to say, Dave. I know. I was, I was going to say. leading I'm, into it. I'm very excited because this is a, a digital video. It's not just uh, audio, but it is a video. And it is Father John Ricardo, the church in mission. And um, that's the, this kind of goes with the theme of the share made for mission. We were made for this era in the life of the church, and so we're made for mission, and that's what uh, Father is talking about. And Father John shares, and I love how he says it, Dave, God wants his world back. And uh, I think that is so true. Um, so if you want us to send this to you, this uh, uh, made for mission, any donation, any donation, any size, and I'm sorry, Dave. Um, the Church in Mission is the name of the... I noticed your eyes kind of like, what's she talking about? <laughs> I wish I could say I, I caught that mistake. So if my eyes, uh, <laughs> my eyes know more than my brain, I must say. So if you would like to have this wonderful digital video that we will send to you tonight. And this is what I love about all the digital gifts now. We can send it it's to you tonight. Immediate, yeah. Yes, and uh, you can... It's great to watch during Lent, I think, you know, and you can share it with other people. But... Um, Father John Ricardo, the church and mission, any donation we're going to send this to. And uh, I'll tell you a little, a little secret about this, Toy. Don't, okay. tell, don't tell anybody else, okay? okay? By the way, 800-476-3311. We do have two people on the line now. Ralph and Cicel are taking calls, so thank you so much. 800-476-3311. Uh, as you know, Toya, uh, the folks listening may not know this, but uh, this talk was given last summer at an event in North Texas called the Summer Speaker Series event. I emceed this event, okay? In fact, I'm, I'm so honored because in the first 10 seconds of the of the talk, Father makes a reference to, to me because I made some comment about my apparel or so. Uh, I, I made the talk, you know, he, he references me. I watched it last night. And I, I was like, I was there. I was emceeing this event. But when you're emceeing, you, you, yeah, I just, I don't pay that much attention because I got so much else going on. This talk is outstanding. And I, I'm going to watch this every single night this week. And it, it really, really is motivating. If you're, you know, kind of, you feel like you want to be in the fight. And it's very much, you know, he says we are at war. You know, we're against war, against, uh, you know, the, the devil is, is, is a big theme of this talk. And if you feel like you need motivation to kind of get your marching orders, so to speak, this is the talk, okay? He, it's really good. He gives historical examples. And so, as Toya said, any donation, any size during this week, and you're going to get that uh, that downloadable video uh, by Father John Ricardo, 800-476-3311. I think I could talk the whole hour just on that one, but there are other gifts as well, right, Toya? There are. And if you do, uh, if you become one of the... Uh, Boy, I'm already stumbling, and it's just the first uh, one. Okay. If you become one of the donors at dollar a day, $30 a month, we call that the guardian angel level, uh, your name is going to go in the drawing for an iPad Air. So let me tell you a little bit about this iPad Air. It is stunning, 10.9-inch liquid retina display, new Apple M1 chip with neural 
with a neural engine. You know, oh, I'm what? just, I'm just Sounds stumbling like, all like the way through a, this. Like it has a brain or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Uh, it has two cameras, one for front and back, all day battery life. Boy, I'd like to have, I'd like to have that for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Five different colors to choose from and supports the Apple Pencil. And the value is $600. So if you do a dollar a day, $30 a month in the morning, we could be drawing your name uh, and you might be the winner of this iPad Air. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Dave, we're up to four people. We have one caller on hold. 800-476-3311. I would love to just see the phone lines really light up. You know, uh, I know firsthand, Dave, as we all know, we live in extremely difficult times. And, you know, I think prayer is so essential. And I think Catholic Radio helps us to learn to pray. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I just want to mention uh, Oceanfront Capital is uh, who uh, provided us that uh, iPad Air, and we thank them very much. Uh, they're at o Oceanfront Capital uh, LC, LLC.com. Okay, I just, I love that. Doesn't that just make it Oceanfront? I just love the name of that. So thank you to them. $8,600. We haven't, uh, nobody that we can thank yet. We do have some calls on the line. Thank you. If you do get on hold, uh, we are working on it on the back end and making sure we have enough uh, people answering the calls. So uh, don't worry. You're going to have a friendly voice here on the other end of the line very, very soon, 11 minutes after. And, you know, this is kind of early on to be getting this many calls. This is very encouraging. Don't say that out loud, Dave. <laughs> okay. Because uh, a lot of times, it, you know, the first, the first day it will take 15, 20 minutes. We haven't even announced all the different uh, gifts yet. And I uh, want to know who the the first caller to get yeah. this marathon kicked off. That's always a big thing for you and me. Who's what market's going to be the first one to get us started? Yeah, exactly. And we still don't know yet. Uh, James and Ralph and Sissel still taking calls, so the the race is on to be the first uh, donor of the entire spring marathon. Spring is such a glorious season. You know, it's a, a time of new life. And uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, the first caller officially. Of uh, this spring marathon is Suzanne from Germantown, Maryland, uh, listening to AM eleven sixty AM WMET. So congr uh, congratulations! Thank you for that hundred dollar donation plus the credit card charges from St. Rose of Lima Parish. And she says, uh, pray for her nephew uh, who is dating a girl, and that everything works out for her daughter and her new job she is in training for, and also a a small business she is starting in. Uh, Africa, it sounds wow. like. Wow. Suzanne, you have got a full plate right now. <laughs> a lot going on. So, and, and, and to top all that, you were the first car of the Spring Sheriff. That's right. Wow. So that is amazing. So thank you very much. We're now at 8498 to raise in only 48 minutes. 800 476 3311. It is a matching gift hour. Uh, and if you do the never forget plan that we talk about, the NFP plan, and you say, I do, I'm going to do a dollar a day, $30 a month, but I'm going to do it on my credit card or I'm do it on your automatic bank draft, you'll receive a beautiful digital gift tonight album called 
uh, The Way of the Cross with Donna Corey Gibson. Now, I have to tell you, Donna Corey Gibson is one of our favorite, for a very long time, uh, Catholic musicians, and her voice is just beautiful. And when Donna suggested this to me, I, st I immediately started listening to it because it's The Way of the Cross, so mm -hmm. each song on there, there's 14, and they're not long songs, right? They're just a meditation on the cross. They are beautiful. Yeah, and next hour, we're going to play a couple of interviews I did with her. The second one, she explains the sources, because I asked her, I said, well, how how did you you know what's what's the the lyrics and uh and and she went back and she uh mother angelica saint padre pio saint uh john paul ii and she found reflections on the stations and then she put that to music and yes. so uh, none of it's her own writing but she uh leaned heavily on the the saints and uh, she had a big orchestra behind her and everything so that's the never forget plan uh thirty dollars a month or 361 time uh, or more and you put it on a credit card and we instantly send you that downloadable album <laughs> uh, of donna Corey gibson she was in the car line when we did that interview she was waiting for her kids and i said oh don't worry about it that'll be fun if they come in during the interview that just shows that uh, you're a, a busy mom she's got five kids 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and uh got three people on the line now i believe we have more uh, uh you know volunteers and staff member that can take calls so please be that fourth caller 800-476-3311 it's been an exciting few you know start but we still have just a hundred dollars that we've raised so far in the first 15 minutes we got to really get moving here and then i think this is one of your favorite levels dave the oh. archangel donor oh without a doubt the Archangel Donor, $1,500 one-time or $125 a month, and your name will go into a drawing that we will be doing next month uh, for a pilgrimage of choice. And I love this. It's with Select International Tours. You can actually choose where you want to go. I bet they have more than a dozen places around the world that are just totally Catholic focused. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And no matter what donation uh, of any size that you give, become a Perpetual Light Society member mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Let's just make this easy. Let's just make this perpetual. And uh, every year during that share that you start that perpetual donation, your name's going to go in the drawing for all the appropriate gifts. Right, right. So you could, you could get a call saying, hey, you just won an iPad. And you're saying, for what? Oh, for that donation. You may not even realize you made the donation because it was perpetual. Uh, here is Anonymous in San Antonio, St. Mark the Evangelist uh, Church. Uh, pray for my husband who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and for and myself dealing with anxiety issues and we certainly uh, will pray for you. Thank you very much for that donation there uh, from the Archdiocese of San Antonio and uh, 8477 is what we have to raise now and uh, we have had two people that we've thanked so far 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and Toya, I'd also add uh, as far as that Archangel donation and the pilgrimage of choice with Select International Tours, every day we're getting news now about countries that are relaxing the restrictions that they had you know a year ago it, it, it would be challenging to travel most places I mean there'd be a lot of restrictions 
Uh, and uh, those are all starting to go away now. I mean, you can't guarantee 100% that they're, they may not come back, but uh, right now, country after country after country is relaxing those. And so this might be a very good time to travel uh, if you win that uh, drawing. Any, any Catholic pilgrimage that Select International Tours goes to, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And how we could use an Archangel level donation uh, right now, $125 a month or $1,500 uh, one time or more. And then there's the biggie. That's right, the Seraphim donor. And if you do $5,000 one-time donation, your name is going in the drawing four times. So you just ups your chances of winning it. But kind of like Dave, uh, it's 17 minutes after the hour. We've, we got $8,477 in matching gift money that we have uh, ne the need to match. You know, you often hear me say that we just exist from share -a to share -a And that's so true. But in between there is car raffles, summer speakers, series fishers of men dinner uh it, it takes a lot uh, to keep all of these wonderful Catholic radio stations on the air. You know, I call it populating heaven is what they're doing. And uh, it's so very important that in these very, very trying times that Catholic radio is a resource there for for anybody just at the touch of a dial. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Like I said, Dave, it's a matching gift hour, and I'd love to see one that just kind of rocks our world in a good way with a great surprise, right? <laughs> a good rocking of the world. Yeah, you, yes. you read my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right now is the time. Uh, there's the, you know, there's people out there, and you maybe you listen all week, but uh, you have certain personality. There's some want to get my donation in. Uh, here is uh, Mary in Longview, Texas, listening to, oh, wow, uh, okay, AM, 1430 AM in uh, Houston, the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, $25 one time from uh, Mary from St. Mary's Parish. How about that? Yeah. Uh, uh, she said that uh, Catholic Radio brings forth uh, knowledge of her faith, and boy, how important that is in, in this uh, day and age. Uh, she plays for, prays for Molly, a student uh, at Immaculate uh, Catholic School for uh, Macca Conception School in Denton, and for St. Mary in Longview. So, uh, uh, Mary, thank you very much. Appreciate that donation. It's been doubled. And here's uh, Jeff in Virginia from uh, 9, 10 a.m. listeners. I know who these folks are. $400 one time. St. Luke's Parish in Irving. So uh, that turned into $800. Biggest donation yet of this, uh, the early going here. So uh, thank you so much. In fact, I just talked to Jeff the other day on the phone. So good to hear from you, Jeff. God bless you. And uh, we now are in need of $8,043. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, Dave. And uh, the clock is ticking away, 800-476-3311, uh, Take a moment and dial 800-476-3311. Can I say something real quick? Yes, uh, Cecil just texted me and... Uh, I got confused at that that one from Longview because it said the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, and then she was saying something about somebody in Denton, and so I kind of got confused. That's Longview. <laughs> that's that's our that's our Tyler Archdiocese, and so uh, where where that person is. Uh, yeah, is, they were not listening on 
Well, there, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm no, not, no, the frequency, isn't the frequency the same as the yeah, Houston yeah, frequency? Yeah, I think that's where the confusion came in. So, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah. 1430 AM is in uh, is our Houston station. It's also our, our east, you know, northeast Texas station in Tyler. Uh, and so it said Longview. Anyways, it was confusing uh, on our part, not on her part. But anyway, that that said, that's a donation from the Diocese of Tyler. So we're real excited about that. So explain why you're so excited about hearing well, from. Well, it's one of our newer stations. Exactly. And we have uh, we have both a translator and a in a regular you know FM. station FM station. And uh, we have tried so hard, and because you got that wonderful, wonderful bishop, uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland out there, and uh, Cecil has traveled out there a number of times. I've been there once, and we just, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a diocese in a in, in a market that we're really trying to get some traction in, and uh, we're starting to hear from more people. So that that was exciting. So so thanks, I'm Mary, from for calling in there. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, here's the bad news. We have nobody on the line. Uh, $8,043 to raise, uh, only 39 minutes to go. Uh, we need somebody, uh, a number of people to light up the phone lines now. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. It's the Spring share Made for Mission is the theme. Uh, what is your mission? It, and uh, if you listen to Father Ricardo's talk, we all have a responsibility to spread the, uh, the, the truths of, of our faith, the gospel truth, and uh, we got to do it. We're at war, as he as he mentions, not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual and principalities and uh, and uh, the the devil. And uh, we have to know our faith. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. And boy, if somebody could do an archangel donation right now, fifteen hundred dollars, be the first person to get into that drawing for the, uh, the you know you get to select whatever pilgrimage you want to go on with select international tours. Uh, we really could use that now. Please call us, 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. You know, Lent is a time we think about almsgiving, right, Dave? And, and doing sacrifices. So add giving to the Guadalupe Radio Network is one of the things that you're doing this Lent. Uh, giving alms, you know, helping those who are in need spiritually and otherwise because uh, life is not easy. And, you know, Dave, <laughs> um, in the, what, 21 years, almost 22 years that we have been on the air with Catholic Radio, I can't tell you the number of times that there's been a circumstance in my life and that I've heard something on the radio that immediately touches my heart about that situation. I think it's it's like a divine appointment. I mm-hmm. think it's when the Holy Spirit shows up and there's something that you needed to hear in a very difficult time. And I, I think that's one of the beautiful ways that the Holy Spirit works through Catholic radio. Yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I... I, I detoured my route one time and went to adoration because I heard uh, a message in the moment on Catholic radio about the need to go to adoration. And I was headed back to the office and I said, I need to go to adoration. <laughs> and uh, so it will have that immediate impact on you sometimes. And sometimes it just, you know, puts something in the back there of your mind that you need to hear and it germinates. And then, you know, a month later you say, okay, I'm going to act on that, uh, that, 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 that message I heard. Uh, so whatever, however it hits you, uh, we need to keep all these stations on the air. 39 stations going strong across this network. 800-476-3311. Uh, Diane says we're going to take a break in about five minutes. Probably listen to a wonderful song uh, from Donna Corey Gibson. 
uh, 800-476-3311. Uh, is there an archangel donor out there? Is there a seraphim? That'd take a little pressure off, wouldn't it? It would take a lot of pressure, and, and then we would still need to raise some more money, Dave. It's a matching gift hour, so very important. And these difficult days of, I don't know how to describe it, Dave. Um, it's miscommunication. It is... Uh, I mean, you can't trust the media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and uh, but you can turn on Catholic Radio, the GRN, that uh, EWTN so wonderfully provides, and you can hear truth. And you can you don't have to be on edge going, is this right? <laughs> yeah. What are they telling me? You know like what walk, I mean? It's like walking into a store where you feel like the salesman is kind of oily and, <laughs> and he's, he's talking <laughs> to you. Yeah, he's, he's talking to you. you. You're like in the back of your mind, you're saying, I don't trust this guy. And that, that's how I feel with the media, the mainstream media these days. I just yeah. I go on certain websites. I won't uh, <laughs> besmirch them, but you know the ones I'm talking about and uh, or, or listen to something. Uh, I, and I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't trust anything they're saying. This is like just complete nonsense. All right, we have a Archangel donation. <laughs> Lucia from San Antonio, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I believe she's part of the Perpetual Light Society. Uh, she is. And so this means that uh, she has allowed us to continue her donation year to year. She uh, may or may not even be aware that she made that donation specifically right now, but she has told us, hey, just keep it going, and I want to be a part of the Perpetual Light Society. So we are so, so very, very thankful. And uh, that uh, put us over $2,000. So uh, That helped. Yeah, it helped a big way. Sixty-five forty-three now is uh, what we have to raise. So thank you, Lucia. Biggest donation so far of the morning. One person on the line, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We, if everybody entered the Perpetual Life Society, we'd have... No calls coming in, but we like we like some calls, but we also like a lot of people to uh, make them perpetual as well. So it's a, it's a nice balance. Oh, Dave, you better grab your your chair. Oh, and... really? Something come through? Yeah, see your oh, computer. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, that's the number to call. And Dave has now looked at his computer screen, and you want to share it? Yeah, this is our our dear friend. And uh, James uh, in Gulf Breeze. Let's just let that settle in for a moment. Gulf Breeze, Florida. Is that not you? My, my blood pressure went down 10 points as I said that. Uh, just, uh, wow, what an what a awesome name for a city. $1,500. And uh, he's from St. Anne's in Gulf Breeze. Uh, he said that David, Dr. David Anders blew me away from the very first time. And I have spoken to James on the phone a number of times. I know he really, really was impacted by uh, David Anders. And who isn't? I mean, he's, he's brilliant. And he said, please pray for Ascension Hospital System. So, uh, James, thank you very much. That was doubled. Uh, that became $3,000. And you are now the second person in the drawing for that pilgrimage of choice with Slash International Tours. It's just between him and Lucia now, if we did the drawing, right? That's right. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And let me save it one more time, Dave, because I 
know we're going to about to go to a break. Diane's right on top of everything. 800-476-3311. It's the Lenten season. Let's give so that somebody else might receive and hear the gift of Catholic Radio. Such an amazing tool the Holy Spirit is using in this day and age. So right now we have no calls. Phone lines wide open. We are so ready to take your call at 800 800- Four seven six thirty three eleven, and you know, Dave. I think when you give during Lent, you get double warm fuzzies. <laughs> I, I just think so, because Lent is it's a rough time spiritually, don't you think? Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and uh, <laughs> I, I was I, yeah, we were on the air. I think I was talking to Sister, and we were talking about something having to do with giving, and uh, and I always say, you know, as Toya says, the warm fuzzies. <laughs> but it's such a. I mean, everybody knows that feeling. You know, we when all you, know that feeling when you've done something oh, good for. God. You, you just uh, I think that's the best way to describe it is you just feel good about yourself, right? Cause, right. Uh, you know, yeah, what it is is goodness is self-effusive, okay? Like it, goodness wants to spread. It wants to give itself. It was actually during our Back to the Father show that we were talking about that. All right. Uh, anonymous in Plano, Texas, uh, from St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish, uh, says, please pray for the holy souls in purgatory. Pray for her uncle who just recently died. May God rest his soul. And pray for her children and for Ukraine. Uh, $1,500. So this is the third of our uh, Archangel donations. Uh, and so thank you very much, Anonymous. Great to, great to hear from you. 3543, three Archangel donations. And Toya has not asked me for a fascinating fact yet. Well, you know, you've got your answer prayer for some pilgrimage, right? Yeah. Which helped tremendously. But you've got some great fascinating facts, I know. Well, you be the judge of that. We'll be back. Here's, uh, I believe, a song from Donna Corey Gibson. Day one, hour one, Spring Shirathon 2022. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Made for Mission Spring Shareathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
Welcome back to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Made for Mission Spring share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1-800-476-3311. And um, welcome back. This is the Spring share here 2022 on the Guadalupe Radio Network, and uh, we are off to a good start in this first hour of... Uh, the first day of the Sherathon. The theme is Made for Mission, and uh, we're so thankful for everybody who has called in so far during this uh, first uh, first day. Oh, Carlos in Murphy, Texas, 9, 10 a.m. listener. Um, that's a big donation. $500 uh, is what Carlos has donated uh, from St. Mark's, uh, the Evangelist Parish in Plano, and he said he is donating on behalf of his wife, Lorena, and uh, Carol's wants peace in the world. Okay, Carlos wants peace in the world. <laughs> I was like, who's Carol? Uh, okay, so Carlos, thank you very much. That, that was doubled. Uh, that was over a $1,000 donation. And uh, so, Toya, now we're at about $3,033 to raise with uh, 25 minutes to go in this first hour of the Sherathon. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Okay, now, Dave, before the Sherathon, you were kind of bragging that you had some really good, fascinating facts. So now is your opportunity to share those. <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot. 800-476-3311. It is the Lenten season. You know, really, all year long we should think about tithing, right? All year long we should think about giving. And giving to the things that, giving to our church, giving to the poor, giving to the needy. There's so many things. And if we just carve out a little bit, we can help a lot of ministries and keep God's work going. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And a donation of any size we are going to send to you tonight. If you give us your um, email address when you call in the uh, digital video by Father John Ricardo. And it is so very good. 800 800- Four seven six thirty three eleven. I'm in the studio, listeners, uh, watching for Dave's face to light up that he's got his fascinating facts. <laughs> well, it hadn't happened yet. Uh, okay. I'm digging them up. This, you know, when you when you when you have them, the really good ones, sometimes it takes a little while to. Uh, you know, to, just, locate, to, to them. locate them. So, uh, yeah, that's a good thing we're going to be here for four days. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll have them by Friday night. I promise. No, just give me a little bit more time, and I'm going to have these. No, 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 uh, no problem at all. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Twenty three minutes to go, and uh, it's been a good uh, hour so far. Eight people. Uh, you like to see, you know, thirty people having called in already, but we've had eight. We've had three people that have done archangel donations already this hour. Uh, we had Carlos uh, from Murphy, Texas, doing $500, and a whole lot of other great uh, folks. Lucia from the Archdiocese of San Antonio did an archangel. Uh, now, right now, we have no people on the line, no calls, $3,033 to raise. Let's get some calls, any donation, any size. And I, and I just want to, I can't reiterate enough uh, how good this talk is by Father John Ricardo. And you know it's the church in it, it, mission. If you if you need a little you know you know shot in the arm and some encouragement about 
You're thinking, you know, I, I just the, the world is in trouble. I'm a I'm a baptized Christian. I need to do more, but I just don't know what I need to do. Okay, this talk lays it all out. Okay, he asked that specifically. You know, what is our role? What are we supposed to do? What does mission mean for us? And it's about fifty minutes long. F uh, five zero fifty minutes long. And uh, it's it's great. So any donation, any size. So don't worry about oh, I can't be an archangel. Can't even be thirty a month. Call in, you know, fifty dollars or twenty five dollars or whatever. We'll send the. You get it tonight. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And uh, we've got to, if nothing else, in the next twenty two minutes, uh, raise three thousand thirty three dollars to uh, ring the bell for the first time during the spring shareathon. One eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Ten people doing a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month. Just ten people. We could ring the bells. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven, and we will be sending to you the uh, uh, digital video. I'm not used to saying didi- digital <laughs> video because uh, typically it's a digital album. It's audio, right? But this time it is a video, and Father John allowed us to record that when we were in Dallas last summer. And he was giving this talk. Gosh, there was close to a thousand people there. So Father John Ricardo does an amazing job. And, and this one is very much the church and mission, he calls it. It, it, it is an invitation uh, to become involved in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ that changes the world. 800 476 3311. Four seven six three three one one. Now we have one person on. Let's get to ten people. Ten people calling and doing a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month. I want to ring the bells. Dave has this theory. So, Guadalupe family, let me just tell you. On Friday, we'll see if this theory is right. And Dave's theory is the yeah, first that, hour. Yeah, yeah that, that the first hour sets the tone for the entire week. Right. So if the first hour is great the the week is going to be great you know it's how we start is going to be how we finish and how you know the middle of the shareathon is as well typically it works i can't say with 100 percent certainty uh but you know you, you kind of get a feel for you know are you out there are you listening are you yeah you calling in uh, how's it going and i would say so far the jury is is still out on uh, this one we've uh, you know, been, been blessed by uh, eight calls so far this hour. Uh, a great hour would be, you know, 30 calls. And so, you know, we really need a, a lot more calls. And again, I don't want you to be intimidated by the big amount. And, you, you know, we, we will celebrate every donation. I think somebody actually made a, a 5 or $10 donation uh, mm-hmm. earlier, uh, the, the one of our first calls. And we celebrated it very much. Thank and we're very excited it. about it. So the fact that you called in and you want to give us a, a part of your tithe, uh, you know, that means everything, and it, it, it will go a long way as well. 800-476-3311. James is on the line. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. Our volunteers in the, are, are, are from the Houston Call Center. And uh, there's been some rough weather that has uh, blown yeah, through, through Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. I know uh, we had a tornado yeah, right basically go right by our house last night. Now, I was here in Midland, but my, I was on the phone with my wife, so I know some people are waking up to maybe some damage and uh, certainly a lot of rain that came and high winds, so uh, may God bless and protect everybody who is in the path of those storms. 800-476-3311. Looking for caller number two right now uh, with only 19 minutes to go. one 800 
476-3311. Or you can go online to grnonline.com and you can read all about the share and the gifts and the appreciation gifts. But the most important thing to do is call right now at 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Four seven six three three one one, and we have caller number two. All right. So caller number three eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, and I have not forgotten about the fascinating facts. It's just that Toya built it up so much that, you know, Dave's got these awesome facts. He was bragging about them. I'm thinking, you know, I don't want to disappoint, you know? Because they were humorous, and you were sharing a couple with me, and I'm looking forward to hearing those, Dave. Yeah, okay. Well, as is everybody else. They're, okay. they're, they're coming, before, they're coming. The, before the top okay, of the we're hour. Okay, now, we're now up to three. Caller number four, 800-476-3311, All right, uh, and so right now, here's the, uh, here's the straight skinny of this hour. We have three people on the line. Nico, Ralph, and James are taking calls. $3,033 to go. Uh, we have uh, at least uh, a couple more volunteers that can take calls. We have GRN uh, family staff members that can take calls. So you're not going to get a busy tone. 800-476-3311. Can you be that fourth caller? Uh, let's knock this out. And I'd say right now, if we want this first hour to set the stage for the entire Sherathon, we need, as Toya likes to say, a volume of calls. A volume of calls. Everybody listening right now, this is your moment. You know, we're not finished with this hour. Uh, we need your donation. 800-476-3311 and right now we need the fourth caller 800-476-3311 I wanted to pause a minute well, 800-476-3311 that's the number to call make your pledge of support because Catholic Radio is brought to you by you you know and there is such a joy in giving especially when you're giving to somebody that you don't know who's going to be helped and, you know, Dave, we talk about, we hear the stories of people's lives being changed all the time. And uh, it is absolutely amazing how the Holy Spirit works through the uh, the donations that are giving to support Guadalupe Radio Network. Yes. All right. You ready, Toya? You've been I'm, ready for oh, the last 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. You mean you're ready. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, here it is. Okay. I think okay. you're, you're going to like this one. Okay? Uh, okay. According to the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. Uh, which book holds the record for being the most stolen book from public libraries? According to the Guinness Book the of World Records. Stolen yeah. book uh, the, the most stolen book. Yeah. The most stolen book. The Bible. Is. Okay, is that, is that your final answer? That's, my, that's it. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. The most stolen book, according <laughs> to <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records, is the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> funny. Yeah, isn't that funny? So they, they made their own list. Yeah. Oh, so that, yeah. that's the one that, that gets stolen the most. Okay, so. Interesting. Was it worth the, uh, the wild expectation? Oh, it was, but yeah. now we're up to four calls, All right. Dave. <clears throat> uh, eight, okay, 800-476-3311. Okay, we got that fourth caller. Ralph jumped on a line. Lori, thank you for volunteering and being uh, uh, available at the Houston Call Center this morning. 800-476-3311. Let's get up to 10. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Toya knows this as well as anybody. Sometimes we'll do an entire share without ever getting to 10 calls all at the same time. 
And uh, it, it, it's, it gets a little frustrating, but uh, what, wouldn't, wouldn't that be amazing if we got to 10 calls in the first hour of the Sherathon? That, that's really, really unusual. 800-476-3311. You know, sometimes we got to scramble and make sure everybody in, on the back end has, you know, their, their phones turned on. And, you know, but I think right now, if you want to be that fifth caller, you can get right through and you can have a friendly voice on the other, other end and uh, just do whatever you can. Uh, you will get that Father John, John Ricardo downloadable you, and you can listen to it or you can watch it he does have like a powerpoint presentation so it's kind of good if you can watch it uh he shows he talks about some historical figures and you can see a picture of it like that young girl from uh germany who resisted hitler do you remember that that story uh her, her name was uh shawl or something like that uh and she <clears throat> started you know a, a propaganda campaign to resist what was going on in nazi germany she ended up getting uh killed uh, and uh, but but his whole point is resistance. You know we must resist evil. We must resist lies uh, in in the culture today. And she's held up as an example of that. Uh, and she you know paid the ultimate price for the truth. Uh, Jose in San Antonio, thanks hundred dollar one time donation from St Matthew's Parish. Uh, he loves how Catholic Radio helps spread the gospel, and uh, he said, please pray for his special intentions. Uh, thank you very much, Jose. We're very, very blessed by that donation. 800-476-3311. Okay, Dave, um, here's the, as you like to say, the straight skinny. We only have 13 <clears throat> minutes. We need to raise $2,930. We have four people on, so don't for a minute think that this is a done deal, because it simply may not be. You make a call and a pledge is supported 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And uh, tell, us, tell us what you're doing for Lent. You know, I love to hear what other people are doing for Lent because it kind of challenges me, mm -hmm. you know, to step it up and do a little bit better. 800-476-3311. We now have five people on. Let's make this happen. Let's make the first day of this share uh highly successful and it starts with this hour 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 all right very encouraging that we have five calls on the line a little less than three thousand dollars still to raise and uh, you can be that sixth caller i think we have somebody that can take your call right away 800-476-3311 two people doing archangel level donations would do it uh, a whole uh, 10 people doing uh, the $30 a month or 361 time uh, would do it as well. However we want to piece it together, uh, we need your support right now. Let's go. Let's uh, just have a strong, strong finish to this first hour. This is the Made for Mission Spring share Guadalupe Radio Network 2022, 800-476-3311, uh, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, let's see. You don't don't forget if you if you you know if you love music, Donna Corey Gibson is really one of the best um, you know Catholic music singers, artists, and the way of the cross to kind of uh, bless your Lenten season. Uh, play this and just reflect on the the stations of the cross. Each one she has fourteen different tracks on this downloadable album. One so for one, each one, one for each one of them. Yeah. Uh -huh. And as I mentioned earlier in the hour, she took it from the writings of uh, Mother Angelica and St. John Paul II, St. Padre Pio, 
some others Santa as well. Santa Francis Liguori, yeah. Jose Maria Escriva. I mean, what a beautiful idea that was. 800-476-3311. 11 minutes left, Dave. $2,930. Okay, Dave, I think the way this is all going to play out is that we need one more Archangel donor, one more person that says, I will do $125 a month or $1,500 one time so that my name goes in the drawing for the pilgrimage of choice with select international tours. Dave and I have both been on a pilgrimage with them. Mm-hmm. And I've been on quite a few pilgrimages in my life. And this company, I have to say, is right up there at one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, as I mentioned before, I got to kind of be on the inner you know, team because... I was working it, so to speak, because we had done it as a GRN uh, pilgrimage. It was the Danube Riverboat Cruise, and so I got to be on the meetings with uh, the, the the head of uh, Select and with Father Leo Paddlinghug, who was the retreat master, and uh, just the concern they have for people, and they want people to have a good time. They want them to feel safe. They want them to, uh, you know, uh, you know, enjoy the food and, and all that, so it's it's a great company. I was very impressed. Bill and Michelle from Fort Worth, from St. Maria Goretti Parish in Arlington, have called in a hundred dollar one-time donation thank you and uh, you're going to get that father john ricardo downloadable uh, video talk uh, tonight in your inbox and so we're very grateful for that uh, anonymous also 9 10 a.m listener uh, uh, from emmaus parish in lakeway texas uh, pray for peace i'm not sure how much they donated but uh, it, it doesn't matter you donated what you could and uh, we're, we're thankful 2779 is what still needs to be raised with three people on the line and, uh, boy, we need, uh, in addition to all the uh, donations at every level, we need a couple of people to come through with big donations now, huge donations like $1,500 or 125 a month, be Archangel donation. Uh, San Antonio, 250 one time, uh, anonymous, uh, Holy Spirit Parish, and uh, they said Catholic Radio has helped them be a better person. Intention is uh, please pray for their parish priest. And so that turned into $250 to $500. And now we're down to two people all of a sudden, Toya, and it's not... Yikes. Yeah, yeah, with uh, nine minutes, we're down to single digits, nine minutes to go. 800-476-3311, We need to raise $2,529 in matching gift money. And if we had uh, people calling with donations of all sizes, $30 a month. Most people can do a dollar a day, $30 a month. If you feel like you can't, then just give whatever you can. Uh, if we had one person, I think Dave, one person jump on and say, you know what, I'll do 1500 That would still leave us about 1000 But other people calling in and giving whatever they can, Catholic Radio, the GRN is so very, very important in this day and age. But we can't keep it on the air without you. It's like a, it's like the best partnership ever, Dave, <laughs> where we operate the radio stations and we are also so many people in the GRN tithe to the GRN. So please join us and uh, be a donor to the Guadalupe Radio Network. 800-476-3311. Eight minutes are left. We only have one person on the line, Dave. $2,529 to raise in seven minutes. Yeah, $50 one-time donation uh, from Chrissy in San Antonio from St. Gregory the Great Parish there in the Archdiocese. And she says that Catholic Radio has impacted uh, the way she lives her life. You know, that's kind of that day-to-day 
uh, life that's improved and blessed because of Catholic Radio. So thank you, Chris. She says, please pray for her parents, her family, and her children. And she is also a monthly donor, but she called in and made a one-time donation as well. So thank you. Uh, that is quite a blessing. Uh, seven minutes is all we have. 24.78 to go. We've had 13 calls so far. And uh, we need some more. I, I just saw that uh, our general manager in uh, Birmingham, Marty, uh, I think may be waiting for his first call. He's, yeah. got, he's got his phone on, and he said, hey, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> and uh, if you want to meet Marty and talk to him, great guy, uh, one of the newer uh, family members of the GRN, uh, call up, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, to go, and two people on the line. 1-800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, that is the number to call to make your pledge of support, 800-476-3311, and when you make that pledge of support, just know that you are keeping the powerful tool of Catholic Radio available to people at all in all walks of their life. 800-476-3311. All right, we got to get real serious here. Diane tells us five minutes until the top of the hour. Still 2478 to go if you're listening. And uh, you can help us. You know, one Archangel donation right now brings us below uh, $1,000. Okay, that, that would be so, so important. Once you get into triple digits, you can just, you can, you can see that, the, okay, we're probably going to hit this, but we're still far away. $50 one time turns into 100 from Anonymous in San Antonio. Uh, Holy Rosary Parish, uh, they said, uh, they, I guess, learned about the Axe Retreat in San Antonio because of Catholic Radio, if I read this right. And uh, they said, please pray for the repose of the soul of Joshua Wordy. May God rest his soul. Thank you, Anonymous. Really appreciate that. 24-27. and uh, uh, five like the, minutes. Another nail-biter. Yeah, another nail-biter here. And it, it's no, you know, we got those three archangels in a row, like one, two, three. And since then, we haven't had one, have we? We have not, Dave. Two people on uh, $2,427 is what we've got to raise. So, Dave, I'm going to ask if there's a short person. And this is what we usually refer to as the cherubim donor, somebody who's the $2,500 donor. Uh, 800-476-3311. Or is there one archangel to help us out? 800-476-3311. And uh, you can go online at grnonline.com, and you can donate there if that's more convenient for you. But the most important thing, Guadalupe family, is we need to keep these airwaves Catholic, and we can only do it with your help. 800 476 $2,427 in matching gift money. Yeah, started needing $8,600. We've already raised oh, close to $6,200 this hour, and uh, we are... I guess about maybe three quarters away, or uh, between two thirds and three quarters, and we just have to we just have to finish out here. If you're listening and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to give at some point during this week, and you weren't thinking you were going to call this hour, uh, we need you now because the other hours will take care of themselves. There will be people listening during those times, but right now we need you, uh, especially if you can do an archangel level donation with three minutes to go. 
That would probably get us there because we have two other people on the line. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. You never want to miss the first hour of a share Okay, you never want to do that. You got you to hit this one. Uh, 2427 to go. 800-476-3311. Just waiting for that third caller to pop up on the screen. <laughs> Hadn't happened yet, but uh, uh, we know you're out there. That, that's kind of an inside joke. We can, we can share that next hour. But uh, 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 800-476-3311. Uh, three minutes to go and uh, two people on the line. Yep, we need some help this hour, Dave. $2,427 of matching gift money. And you don't ever want to miss a matching gift hour. You know, these wonderful sponsors and donors come forward and say, you know, I want to help Catholic Radio. I'm going to give this amount, and I want the donors and the listeners to meet it so that we're all in this Guadalupe family together supporting and helping Catholic Radio stay on the air. Two minutes are left. 800 $2,427 matching gift money. Is there a short person out there? And what we're referring to when we say that is uh, you call up and you say, I'll make up the difference in what the goal is and how much you've raised. I'll make up that short por- por- portion. 800-476-3311. One more time, 800-476-3311. Dave, I, I tell you, your little voice is ringing in my ear about the first hour is going to shut yeah. <laughs> set the tone for the whole week of the share Yeah, and we're about to get a big surge. I can just feel it. I know there's a lot of people out there thinking, okay, do I should, do they do they need me? Do they need me? Or maybe somebody else is going to come through. Well, that other person hasn't come through yet, so we need you right now uh, to help us close the gap. Two people on the line. These would have to each be close to Archangel donations to hit this, uh, and that's a lot to, to ask for these folks. 800-476-3311. By the way, the, the gentleman who provides this matching gift, uh, he actually, it, Loretto House in Immaculate Conception, he, he, he donates four of those. That isn't even uh, his. He just says, I want to support these two apostolates. All right, this is it. We need you. Short person, are you out there? 800-476-3311. Let's ring the bell for this first hour of the Spring Shirathon. 800-476-3311. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Made for Mission Spring share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. <laughs> 